Hooey! If you're an owner-operator and you like pulling dry vans, pick up the phone because Ray Logistics would like to talk to you today. 833-739-5647. Drivers, if you love pulling dry vans, give Ray Logistics a call and see why they are a hot company to haul for. They got all kind of crazy bonuses for every $30,000 you make. They give you a bonus of $15,000. Call Ray Logistics today, 833-739-5647. Tell them ToxEDL sent you over there. Hey, drivers, are you trying to become an owner-operator or a lease purchase driver or just be in charge of your own life in the trucking industry? Well, J.J. Keller is a company that you need in your back pocket. They handle all your paperwork. They'll sign you up, and they'll also keep you compliant with DOT. So when you get audited, J.J. Keller will be taking care of all your paperwork for you. Call them at 888-601-2017 and see why all the smart owner-operators are going with J.J. Keller. Hey, drivers, have you heard of a company called Road Ready Insurance? Well, Road Ready Insurance would like you to pick up the phone and call them because they believe that they can beat your insurance rates now. We know what the high cost of insurance is right now. It's going up, going up, going up. Road Ready Insurance can keep everybody honest by calling them at 855-818-1735. Talk CDL would like you to call them and then let us know if these guys can actually beat your rates Thank you very much. What's going on, Acid? Uh, just doing time. <laughs> I hear that. Johnny Acid, it's nearing summer, and I'm uh, definitely out in no man's land right now just thinking about what's going on in trucking. I, I've got so much to talk about this week. I'd like to leave politics out of it because you know how much I hate politicians. Um, Wait, let me check. Hold on, let me check my schedule. So I can squeeze in. Um, yeah, okay, I have time. Go ahead. You hate politics. I, I I hate politicians so bad. If we're being honest, <laughs> but this economy and what's going on in trucking is just blowing everybody's mind right now. And one of the things, and I, you know, you know, I'm a big advocate for truck drivers. And and right. good truck drivers. Now, not I'm not talking about truck drivers that, you know what I mean, are the bad ones. You know, I'm the first one to stand up and say, you know, screw the bad ones. The bad ones are the ones that make everybody look bad in trucking and make the good guys look bad. But I'm beside myself with the amount of people, and it's not just in trucking, but I'm in, I'm I'm beside myself with the amount of people that have shown their true colors when it comes to being lazy. And I mean, what do you that. mean? I'm talking about what the, do you mean? I'm talking about the guys that are still sitting at home collecting unemployment on the government crying covid. I'm so afraid of the covid. And 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 none of them are afraid of the covid because they're all partying doing their damn thing. They're just sitting at home collecting and they're and they're collecting honestly not as much as they could actually be earning, but enough to be able to survive. And and just be lazy. And if I'm being honest, that's really ripping my freaking goat so bad it's unbelievable. What do you think? I don't know. I wouldn't mind staying home collecting some cash from the government. You know what I mean? I mean, let's face it. You know my history. I'm pretty good at taking money from the government. <laughs> well, yeah. 
I, I mean, no, I, but, yeah, I, I, get I, that. I see your point. I mean, you know, I'm out here busting my ass, just like all the rest of the drivers sitting here at the truck stop. They're not home. They're not sitting on their ass. But here's what I think. I think sooner or later, you're, the, the, the money's going to stop, and you're going to have all these drivers out there trying to find a job, and there's not going to be enough jobs and too many drivers Who's going to want to hire someone who's been sitting on their ass for two years, right? Am I right? Well, I think some companies are going to be desperate enough that they do. But, I mean, I'll tell you. Leave Swift out of it. I've seen, I've seen so many turnarounds over the last so many decades. And you have times where it's really flying high and it's good, okay? And then you have times where it's slim pickings. And I'm going to tell you something. Right now, production is so down everywhere. It's not just trucking. But there's going to come a point. Like, for example, I just read, I think Montana is going to uh, go ahead and they're saying by July we're cutting off all extra unemployment. That's it. We're so desperate for people to get off their lazy ass and start working. And you see, this is where, to me... You know, because I'm a, I'm a trucker. I'm, I mean, I'm trucking all the way. And when I see a guy that has a Class A that's been sitting home for the last year just collecting, you know, there's a point where, okay, you take a couple bucks, but there's a point where you become part of the problem. And if I'm being honest, I'm calling these guys out. I'm telling you, I'm not calling out the guys that are actually, you know, working hard. Like, you, you know, we know lots of guys that are working. They never... Back down one time, they were the guys everybody could count on. But then you got the guys out there, and I'm going to tell you these. I'll tell you what, exactly what these guys will do. These guys will be the same guys that'll be sitting at the truck stop in a year or two from now, and they'll be bragging how they they were the backbone of America, and they you know in the COVID times they all bounded together. But they'll be lying because they were one of the guys that sat home when there's really actual guys being able to brag and say, listen, I never backed down. I was out there driving when times were tough and people really needed America. I was doing my part. But then there's a guy that's going to be sitting in that room. He's so damn embarrassed because of his lazy ass. He's going to chime in and go, yep, that's right. We're the ones that are we're really pulling the weight of, of America and, and getting crap delivered. When realistically, deep down inside, deep down inside, that one driver sitting in the room is going to be lying through his freaking teeth trying to take credit where credit is not due. That gets me. I mean that. That gets me. Yeah, it's like in the military, you know, the, the guys who come back from the Middle East and, oh, you know, I was a Navy SEAL, uh, Special Forces, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, they got the bumper stickers on the back and they got the hat and they, they go to the VFW and all they do is lie, lie, lie. It's the same thing. The guys who try and take credit for it are the ones who don't do shit. Just like the truckers. You know, the best truckers out there are the ones who are quiet and humble. They come to work, they get the job done, and they go home. That's the bottom line. It's just it's the same anywhere. Yeah. The guy with the big mouth, honestly, is always the weakest in the room. That's just such a true saying. The guy that brags is always the guy that doesn't have. And that's such a true saying. The guy that goes home and he brags to... Yeah, I'm going to tell you who I used to... I tell everybody that I feel sorry for. I feel sorry for little Jimmy. <laughs> you know, I know where you go. 
Yeah, little yeah. little Jimmy's the guy. That now look, you know my respect goes to a lot of truck drivers. Okay, so you know right. just so you know you can hear me ragging right here. All right, but just so you guys out there know, you guys that are working, honestly, I, I have no issue with you at all. Okay, but little Jimmy, I feel bad for little Jimmy. Little Jimmy's the trucker's son that has the daddy. Okay, that goes home and he brags. How great he's doing out there when realistically little Jimmy's dad can't hold a job. Little Jimmy's dad is always abandoning trucks. Little Jimmy's dad is the guy that fails the drug screen or little Jimmy's dad is the guy that just does everything that screws up that makes truck drivers look bad. But he's the guy that literally goes home and he pats little Jimmy on the head at the dinner table. And little Jimmy's big brown eyes are lighting up because daddy is the greatest thing in the world. Not realizing little Jimmy never realizes that little daddy's or that daddy's playing a joke on him. Okay. That's an embarrassment to trucking. It really is. The guys that really work, the guys that run, the guys that actually honestly and truly uh run they run 3000 miles a week they don't they don't abandon a truck they don't they don't get pissed off and make demands they don't sit at home for a year collecting unemployment those guys right there have have my respect they're they're the guys that have my respect but i'm telling you this just watching this economy take a big crap right now because of the amount of people that are on unemployment i guess they need somebody to go okay that's it breaks over get up and start working again i mean guys come on Get off your asses and get out there and work. Our country needs people to work, not just truckers, but everybody that's been sitting at home collecting, watching Merv Griffin or whoever the hell you watch, Jerry Springer, sitting around doing nothing. I mean, I could, that would kill me to sit around and do nothing acid. Yeah, I hear you. You, know, you said earlier, too, oh, these guys will be at the truck stop a year from They're not going to be at the truck stop, I'm telling you. You know, I mean, that's where you and I made differ in opinion because there's not you said production's down it is the economy's getting worse and i don't see it getting any better anytime soon so it's things are going to turn you know big daddy trucker oh, everybody wants me you know but that guy who's sitting at home right now going yeah it's a truck and i can get a job anywhere well when you got a bazillion drivers who's been sitting on their ass and there's not enough freight they're going to try and get back in the truck, and guess what? The trucking company's going to be like, sorry, we don't have room for you. Well, so I don't expect to see any of, any of those a-holes at the truck stop anytime soon. Yeah, well, let me, tell you, let me tell you the balances of things. This is kind of crazy stuff. You have right now rates going through the roof because they don't have enough truckers to haul the freight. If they had an abundance of truckers out there, rates are going to go down. And what's going to happen is when they chop unemployment, and you got this mad rush to the trucks. Everybody wants to now drive. I got news. This is this is the joke that's going to be on the lazy guy. You ready for this, Johnny Acid? The, the with it, Listen to this. There's going to be this mad rush when all of a sudden all these, these unemployment stimulus checks and all this other crap the government's handing these guys, when they cut them off, there's going to be this stampede for jobs. And what's going to happen is because trucking companies... Okay, only have so much freight right now because, for example, all of production is so down right now. For example, if, if you want to order a trailer right now, it's a two-year waiting period for a brand-new trailer. 
Okay, I don't care. Flatbed, reefer, drive-in, whatever. It's two years. Really? Yeah, absolutely. It's production because last year, because of the coronavirus, everybody shut down their plants. Production got back, got behind, and now all of a sudden they're starting to run out of certain things. I know a, I know a, a boat hauling company right now had to stop hiring boat haulers for the simple reason they, the, the boat manufacturers can't get parts. They can't put the boats together because of the production so backed up. So all I'm saying is what's going to happen is there's going to be this mad rush of people going, oh, I just got my unemployment check taken away, hook, hook. And he's going to run, and they're going to run to the, to, the, to, the, to the line to get a job. And, and trucking companies are going to go, wow, we got 100 people wanting a job, and we really only have room for 10 guys today. And so all these guys that have been screwing trucking companies for the last year, I'm not kidding you, the frustration. I talk to a lot of companies, and they are so frustrated with these guys that are sitting home. I'm not kidding you. Those guys, the joke is going to be on them because they're going to take every guy that looks better, and they're going to hire them before that guy. So that guy is going to be literally screwed, and it's going to happen quite soon. I remember back in 2007, 2008, I was actually in the recruiting department for this company in India, in Indiana and in dispatch, Ooh. not kidding you. When, when that bubble hit in 07 and 08 and the economy really crashed, truck drivers were calling companies and they were saying, Hey man, are you hiring? Now, you know, if a truck driver calls a company and they say, are you hiring? You know, something's wrong because everybody's, everybody's always hiring. Well, back right. in 2007 and in 2008, trucking companies were not hiring. And so truck drivers, I remember taking a few calls. I swear to you, this is a true conversation. Truck drivers were so desperate, they would say, listen, man, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll even do New York City. I, wouldn't, I couldn't tell you how many people would call us and go, hey, man, I'll even take New York City runs. I'll do whatever it takes. I need a job. And you know what? The joke was on the guy. The joke was on the guy that screwed up. The guy that was always doing things that had the bad reputation, that was abandoning trucks, that were, was was holding companies hostage, was making demands, had the big mouth, blah, 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 blah. The joke was on that guy. It really was. For about a year, that guy couldn't get hired. Because I remember in 2010, these guys were trying to apply for companies, and they were out of work for a year. Their, their work history looked horrible because they couldn't get a job. Well, that's about to happen again. I know a lot of people think, oh, bullshit, the economy's going great. We're really trucking it up. Rates are only good right now because nobody's there to haul it. If there was more truckers in the work, in the work field, I promise you guys, flatbed freight would not be 350 coming out of the Midwest as an average rate. I'm telling you, the, the, these, the rates would not be through the roof. It's a great time right now to be an owner-operator. It's a great time to, uh, to, to have, if you have drivers hauling freight, you're making money. But I can assure everybody, you guys out there that are just waiting to, for the last second for your, your, your state to cut you off, and then you think, oh, I just got a Class A license. I can go get a job anywhere. The good truck drivers, they're already working. The, good, the guys that are respectable, they never stopped working, Johnny Acid. They never did. But those guys that took advantage of the system, the joke is going to be on them. And I'm telling you, it's coming. It is freaking coming. Yeah, I think you're really dialed into the situation. In fact, <clears throat> You know, if you're a driver out there right now, don't turn anything down. Because, you know, there's guys out there bitching and moaning, saying, oh, I'm not getting any miles. And then, you know, well, you're, 
you've been in the trucking industry for a long time, and I know you've talked to a lot of people. And, like, a truck driver will bitch and say, I'm not getting any miles. And then you'll call and find out why. And it's because the guy won't go to 26 states. It's like, oh, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go here. I don't want to go there. I won't do New York. I'm not going to do the Northeast. I'm not going to do the Northwest. It's like, right now, if you're a trucker, you should be taking every load you can get. I told my boss, I'll run anywhere, anytime. I'll run. I'll stay out as long as you want. Whatever you need, I'll do it. So the guys staying at home are the worst, but you still have some guys out there who bitch and moan. I'm not getting miles. This company sucks. I'm not making any money. And I'll give you an example, okay? I had a, uh, a relay. I was going on my home time last week. This a-hole was supposed to meet me. He didn't answer the phone. He was a no-call, no-show. Decides to call in the next day and say, oh, I changed my mind because he wanted to stay home for a couple extra days on his home time. So he screwed me out of mine. So, so wait, wait a second. So this guy just takes it upon himself when he's supposed to be meeting up with you under dispatch to just take time off like, like it's nothing and the company's just going to have to suck it up and take what he does? Is that how it went? Yeah, he screwed the company, and he also screwed me on my that's, home time. That's the guy also that's going to be in a lot of trouble here shortly. I'm telling you, that's that's coming. People think I'm Wait, crazy, it gets, but it's coming. On, I'm hold, never hold, wrong. Hold on, it gets worse. You ready for this? So they, uh, so I'm sitting there babysitting this trailer, right, at a truck stop when I'm supposed to be home. I'm, I'm literally an hour from my house, but I can't leave because it's a high-dollar uh, load. So I have to stay with the truck and babysit it. And they said, okay, a, a driver's coming out to meet you. Wouldn't you know it's the same guy, and he did it twice in a row. He screwed me again, so I had to stay even longer. I'm like, are you kidding me? You, you're telling me that the driver that's coming is the guy who promised to be there last time? He dicked me again, twice. Yeah. You know, I was talking to a lease purchase company the other day, right, that I know quite well. And a guy was telling me he had hired this one driver, I think in the beginning of the year, maybe, maybe at the end of last year, I'm not sure. But he said the guy was really good for the first two months. And because he's an, he's a lease operator, he thinks, oh, I'm, he, the guy's literally it'll take like three days to do 500 miles. Now, it's like the guy's so frustrated with him, right? Um, the guy will go home and then he'll stay home. Like, for example, he was telling me the guy went home last or the week before last and decided to just take seven days off and what lease purchase guys don't even realize is just because you're buying the truck doesn't make you in charge of everything about that truck first off the company's making i don't know 10 15 20 percent on the backside. they're also the ones that actually own the, the truck or have the rights to the truck believe it or not okay so what they don't realize is when you park that truck for seven days because you're just going to do what you want to do the company's losing money and that's not good when all of a sudden the company is now losing money with you. Just because you're not making money, you're thinking it's okay because you're footing the bill. You're wrong. The company's losing money in opportunity costs. The company's not making a profit now, and the company's going to look for a way to get rid of you. I'm just telling you, these guys that are screwing up, that, that really are making these companies kiss their ass, these, these, these guys that are sitting at home, Man, it's going to be brutal. And I and I hate to sound like some mother hen bitching about this, but I'm I'm telling you, man, the entire country, okay, that have businesses, they are so 
sick and tired of, and it's not just trucking, to get these guys back to work. And, you know, people will, you blame the government. You can blame the government, but you know what? You don't have to sit on your ass, okay? You don't have to sit on your ass. These guys are sitting at home right now. They're still collecting probably 800 to 1000 bucks a week with their extra unemployment, all right? You could bring home way more than that as a truck driver. You could bring home way more than that. Okay, you could be part of the solution and not the problem. That's just what I got to say about that. No, you're absolutely right. And, you know, that owner-operator that you're talking about, sooner or later, you know, the shit's going to hit the fan with that guy, too, because, oh, well, I'll just stay at home or I'll take extra time off. Yeah, well, guess what? The truck payment becomes due. Next thing you know, he defaults on the lease, and then he's looking for a company position somewhere else. You know, oh, uh, owner op sucks, you know, blah, blah. Well, yeah, it does suck if you don't work. Yeah. If you want to stay home for two weeks. Okay. You know, and then your truck payment's due, and you're like, do I pay my, my uh, car payment, my mortgage, or do I pay for the truck? So, I mean, you're right. I mean, sooner or later, things are, are going to get worse for a lot of these guys. They don't even realize that they think they have the cat by the ass, but sooner or later, the worm will turn and these guys will be wondering how the hell they're going to survive. Listen, my hat is off to any truck driver that puts his boots on and he goes to work. I mean that sincerely. He, he drives, you know, he, he works hard and he, and he brings home the bacon or even she, okay? Um, you know, whatever, whoever's driving. That's my, res- I, they have my full respect, okay? My, re- my, 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 contentment here my anger is going out to the guys that shit up the industry i am such i I love trucking so much and when i see these guys that shit on this industry and that make my brothers that are really doing their job they make them look bad you know that old saying one bad apple spoils the whole bunch all you need is one trucker that goes down the road and cuts people off for, for, for the public to fear every trucker. All you need is a bunch of truckers, you know what I mean, that are, are going to sit back and, and not go to work. And what's really fu- I want to tell you something. You know what trucking companies are telling me, Johnny Acid? This is the funniest part. What? Trucking companies are telling me when they're interviewing truck drivers, right, when they're, wow. in, when they're interviewing truck drivers that um, – they said they've never heard a record amount of people say, I want to leave a two-week notice. And, they, and they're all, they're, yeah, exactly. They're all laughing at that right now because that's code for I'm, st- I'm, 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 not going, I'm not going back to work, you know, for a while. I'm just out there. And what they're doing is they're calling these trucking companies to see if they still can get hired and get approved because they're getting nervous since a lot of them, haven't really been in a truck in seven months or even up 14 to 18 months. A lot of them have taken advantage since last March and are still sitting home. So what I'm hearing is a lot of these guys are every so many weeks or a couple months or once a month, they're, they're, they're answering ads, they're calling in, they're filling out applications with no intent to come in. And the way they know it is because 95% of every trucker, when they're ready to quit a job, especially over money, or home time, they're ready to go next week, okay? The guys that say, I want to do the right thing, and then you look at their DAC, 
or you look at their work history and you're <laughs> and they've been at the company six weeks right or right. or or they haven't been or they're sitting at home and not even working one of the two but the guy that's saying i i i i i, I want to wait two weeks before i come in right i want to wait two three weeks that's the same guy Okay, that's the same guy that's got about 40 jobs on his application, and he never left a notice one time. That's actually the funny yeah. part about it. No, you're right, you're right. It's either I want to give two weeks notice or, hey, I'm just exploring my options, putting my toe in the water. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're putting your toe in the water to see if you can get a job. Yeah. Um, I, I had this, uh, uh, a, a company was telling me this morning that uh, this driver messaged them and he said, um, here's the guy's message that he was telling me. He said, here's, here's the message we got from this truck driver. I guess they have an ad running on uh, social media, right? And he said, right. the truck driver sends him a message saying, I need a 70-mile-an-hour truck, an 18-speed, and whatever the pay he's demanding. He said, if, if you don't got that for me, you ain't worth my freaking time, right? This is how this guy was applying for a company, <laughs> right? So yeah, so I guess they wrote they wrote. We'll just go ahead and move on. It it's our loss. But but before they did that, he said, I think I'm not sure if it was Rick or one of these guys told me. He said we sent him a message back saying, convince us why we should hire you. And the guy started just cursing them out as if as if he's doing them a favor by coming to work for them. And when you have that attitude, honestly and truly, as soon as the hiring slows down and the freight slows down and the competition is there. Guess who's the first one getting fired or kicked out the door or not hired? That guy. Well, I'm just saying, you know, you, you, there, there, there's, there's so many, there's so many reasons why to try to respect each other in the industry. And right now there is no respect out there at all. It's it's really really bad. And I'm hearing complaint after complaint after complaint after complaint. And again, I got to keep saying this. This is not to the guys that are out there listening and or that are working driving down the road in any way. I have respect for you guys. In fact, I believe most truck drivers don't want anything to do with the guys that are making them look bad either. You know, it's just is what it is. Well, I can tell you, you know, being out here and everything, too, the, the glimmer of hope here is that, like, I'm at truck stops every day. I'm at one right now. I'm at a pilot in Texas. And there, I think, you know, most of the truckers that are on the road right now are professional drivers. They're out there to make money. They're out there to take care of their families. So I think the percentage of lazy buttholes is probably smaller than you know what i mean it's like there's a lot of guys out here doing a lot of good work and yeah you got the guys sitting at home doing nothing you got the guys out on the road with no work ethic and 14 jobs bitching about not making any money always on home time but i think the vast majority of people that i run into anyway the truck stops are hard-working truckers i agree but you, you want to know what this did, this COVID? Let me tell you what it did. It, it actually, it's almost like there's an old saying, let's show us your hand. And it's almost like everybody showed their hand in the last 18 months. Because you can now look at these guys that are sitting at home for 12, 14 months. And you know 
You already know who that guy is. Absolutely. See, and see, nobody's going to convince me that's been sitting home for a year that you were afraid of the COVID. You'll never convince me of that. You'll never convince me that you're legitimately deathly afraid. Because if that's the truth, if that's the case, then you shouldn't have left your house in the last 12 months. And let's face it, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that. Let's let's think of something else too, okay? How many jobs out there are you completely alone by yourself all day long? You're in your own truck. I mean, you go into the truck stop, you know what I mean? And if you want to wear a mask, go ahead, whatever. But the bottom line is you don't have much interaction with other people where you can actually catch it anyway. You're in your own truck. You're your own boss. This is one of the few jobs out there that you, you really don't have to worry about COVID so much. Yeah. Well, I personally, I believe there are people legitimately scared. I, and I think they're more, more like the elderly I believe there's right. people legitimately scared of the panic that was put into the public, okay? Uh, but I don't, I, I, I just don't, like I said, I, if, if you're going to say, oh, I can't work because I'm afraid of the COVID, then, then you shouldn't go grocery shopping. You shouldn't, you shouldn't leave your house. You shouldn't answer the door. You shouldn't do anything. If you're that deathly afraid, well, then you can get the COVID anywhere, okay? So the bottom line with it is, is I would say out of all the truckers that are sitting home, I would bet I would be willing to bet maybe 1% are legitimately scared. But other than that, I'm going to tell you something. You'll never convince me that when you start feeding somebody enough money to pay their bills to just sit at home, that's really, to be honest with you, if, if you really want the truth, could the COVID relief from the last year is really a, just another name for welfare. That's all that is to me. Okay. Well, you know, lot, that's all lot, that is. A that's a that's welfare. That extra check. That's a welfare. A lot, a lot of the truckers do fall into the high risk category for COVID, though. You know, the elderly is one, but the morbidly obese is another one. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many fat truckers there are out there? Well, I'm not going to make fun of truckers that are fat, Johnny Acid. I mean, honestly, because you know, we, we you sit. The, I don't know how some guys even get in the truck. It's like. It takes them five minutes to, to get up on the step. It's like, really, dude? You know, lay off the Doritos, you know? Listen, Johnny Acid, the trucking industry does that to us. Let's be honest. I remember when I was... I'm, a, I'm in shape. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, Johnny Acid, you're kind of... Your chest is all sunk in. You're a little skinny. You know what I mean? You're kind of... Um, you're kind of... I don't know. You're, you are a little bit underdeveloped, if you ask me, but... But, you know, we still love you. But I remember when I was a truck driver my last year or two, when I quit smoking, I was just sitting on my ass driving, okay, and eating and eating and eating. I gained like 60 pounds. I, I remember that. Honestly, I, I got to tell you, I have gained a couple of pounds. Because, yeah. um, as you know, I was a local truck driver, and uh, I was out of the truck, and I was slinging hoses, you know, hauling milk and stuff. So now that I'm sitting on my ass, putting it on cruise control and just keeping it between the lines. It's like, I don't have the same physical activity that I used to have. So, which I like, by the way, um, I guess I'm lazy too. Not like the guys who sit at home, but something could be said for sitting behind the wheel and just holding on to the steering wheel. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, just, I agree. That's why, you know, I like when I was trucking, I liked the jobs that you got out and, at least did something, count the freight, help break it down, whatever the case is. Get a little exercise, believe me. 
Trucking's got some negatives that it does to the body, so I'm not going to make fun of those guys. Johnny asked, you make fun of everybody. I'm surprised. You know, we should tell everybody what your truck number is and where you're at just to see if maybe, maybe you would get attacked. You know, that's a great idea. <laughs> that's a great idea. So, Johnny Acid, what have you seen lately out there on the road? Should we tell everybody who you're driving for now? Should we, should we, should we announce it? Should we announce who Johnny Acid is actually over-the-road trucking? It's your first over-the-road trucking job, by the way. You, were, yeah. you started... You started your career as a milk as a milk truck driver, like you said, and it's, it was tractor trailer. In fact, tell tell everybody what was the average weight you pulled when you were a milk tanker. Well, we had to go on the scale. We got to the dairy, and I was usually between one hundred and five to one hundred and seven thousand. But and you were legal, right? They were allowed to do that, right? Well, not really. What was the um, what was the weight they were supposed to be at? I didn't, it depends I, on what state you're in. Um, the company that I worked for had a uh, an exemption uh, in New York for 110,000 pounds. Here's the problem. I'd go up there and I'd pick up milk, and I'd weigh 108,000, let's say, 107. And then I had to take it to Pennsylvania. As soon as you cross the line into Pennsylvania, first of all, they already knew. They would pull over every tanker out there, and then um, because the tanks are heavy, and... As soon as you cross the line, there it is. All trucks have to, you know, get off here and go on the scale. So and our, our exemption in Pennsylvania was out to 95,000, and here I am at 107. And by the way, um, if you're overweight, they dial it back to 80,000 for the fine. Oh. Now, I, figured, I figured out that the fine for the company would have been 10 grand on the one load that I had. And... Here I am. I got to pull through the scale, but they were too busy, so I went around. I never got caught, but I can't tell you how many times I was overweight. Wow. I had to drop the third axle down just to keep it on the road. Yeah. So, 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 talk to me. So, you were there for almost two years. You were a local driver, home every day, and you finally. And let's tell the story, like why you even became an over-the-road trucker. I mean, because. You know, you have a very, very uh, uh, good wife that agrees with everything you say, right? That's correct, yeah. Yeah, she agrees with nothing, you say. Let's be honest. <laughs> and so you guys moved from Florida up to Pennsylvania. First, Johnny asked, you went and got your CDL, and you moved up to up to Pennsylvania, back where we're all from, and you got the job. And then finally, your wife came up, and, and she was up there a whopping what? How, how long did she stay? Yeah, several months. Yeah, you had, you had been up there 18 months. She stays six months or less, not even... And she says, we're moving back to Florida. And Johnny Acid's trying to be the boss. Anyways, long long story short, your wife moves back to Florida. And you have no choice because Florida trucking jobs suck. I mean, you're going to make absolutely nothing living in the state of Florida. As yeah, but you know what? This actually worked out for me, you know? Well, uh, go ahead. Your, your sister, my wife, uh, and I have been apart um, for months on end. When I was in Afghanistan um, for a year and a half, you know, uh, defending this great country of ours while you were hiding under the bed, for example, we were apart. And when I got caught, you know, pilfering money from the government and I had to go to Club Fed in Pensacola, we were apart then too. So the reason why I'm still married to your sister 
that I love her so much is because I never see her. I'm on the road, so it actually worked out. So that's a good way to stay in love with your wife is to not see her that much, and then you can miss her a little bit. That's exactly right. Yeah. And by the way, I caught that. I'm under the bed hiding while you're in Afghanistan protecting people. Johnny asked, you never even shot a BB gun, let alone a AK or an M16. So let's be honest about that. Come on. Honest, I can't I can't really talk about it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, the guys who shoot their mouths off are the ones who never did anything. So, yeah. Uh, you know, you don't want to talk a lot about of the stuff war. Is, it's it's highly classified. I, I can't get into it. Yeah, so. you're not saying you were part of the Bin Laden squad, but you know. But anyways, look, acid. So let's go back here. So you decide, okay, I'm going to have to be an over the road trucker and a, to be able to support my my wonderful wife, right? And so you get a job, and you become a reefer hauler for none other than national carriers. That's correct. Uh, our our very own. Um, one of our supporters, one of our hosts. And I, can tell, I can tell you this: it's a great company. Yeah. Well, my recruiter, my recruiter did not lie to me. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, my, my question is, I mean, because we can't really, I don't think that you really can say how good National Carriers is or isn't because you've only been there what a month. Yeah, but you know what? Every promise made has been promise kept. Yeah. The only thing. The only thing I can say is that I, I can't wait to get my new truck, which I'm promised, because when I got this one, the windshield wipers didn't work. Um, the transmission slips and the air conditioning doesn't work. Other than that, it's a great truck. <laughs> okay. Kenworth T680 double bunk condo with APU fridge and freezer, by the way. Yeah. So for all you truckers out there, I can tell you right now, this is, I, you can you can read about any trucking company. You're going to find negative reviews. You might find them about national carriers. But everyone I've dealt with with that company has treated me like family. I'm not kidding. Okay. And kept every promise that they've made. All right. So if you all want to meet Johnny Acid, being that National Carriers is one of our sponsors, okay, give them a call. Hey, in fact, we'll use this as, as their sponsor commercial, 888-311-7076. Call National Carriers. Join Johnny Acid over there, 888-311-7076. Seven six. Give them a call today. I said that was a pretty good little plug you gave National Carriers. Now, what we really want to do is well, we want to. It's, it's, first of all, it's a paid endorsement. I'm going to give you my bank account routing information, so you can you can uh, dump some money in my account. Oh yeah. Um, so what, what I was going to say is what we want to do is talk to you in about three or three to six months to see if you still have the I love National Carriers attitude. Because you know one of the things that we tell everybody here on the show as far as sponsors go. Um, pick up the phone and check them out for yourself just to make sure that you absolutely are are being, you know, fed truth. And it's up to really the drivers to determine with all these sponsors is am I being lied to or am I being told the truth? Because there's a lot of companies out there advertising for drivers. There's a lot of companies doing this and doing that. But you never really know. Who is telling the truth till you actually get there and try the pie yourself? Well, I mean, clearly I'm still in the honeymoon stage with the company, but I don't really see it changing. I mean, if you're a driver who's not lazy, like we talked about earlier, that wants to work, the miles are there for this company. If you want to work, you'll work. You know, I mean, so far I told, I told them, I said, look, uh, I need miles. I want to make some money. 
they've been over backwards to make that happen for me. They really have. Cool. They gave me an extra load to get in before the cutoff for payday. So I can't complain. Well, they got me home when I was supposed to get home, even though I had to babysit the truck, the trailer. That wasn't their fault. It was the a-hole driver's fault that was supposed to meet me. But yeah, yeah I'm telling you, it's a, re- it's a really, really good company to work for. Okay. I highly recommend working for national carriers. Okay. Well, that's that's like a 10-minute commercial you just did for them. So anyways, well, listen, I want to wrap this up. You know, I didn't mean to rant so much. But uh, I'm, I'm just going to say it one more time. If you're out there and you haven't worked in a year and you're just sitting at home collecting unemployment, honestly, you are part of the problem. Get your ass back to work. Get your ass off the couch and get back to work. The trucking industry needs you. In fact, I would advise you to get back to work before the shit hits the fan. And I'm telling you, it's going to soon. I mean that sincerely. And if you don't believe me, just keep sitting back, collecting that little dollar every week, okay? Johnny asked, you got anything else to add before we cut this show? No, but I need you to call me back because you got to start a new show because I have something on my mind right now that I need to get off my chest. Okay. So call me right back. We'll do another podcast. This one's going to blow everyone's mind, and there's a lot of trucks there that uh, are going to relate to what I have to say, so call me. All right, I'll give you a call back here in a second. This this podcast is long enough. All right, we're uh, out of here. Peace. Praise the Lord. <laughs>